something is better than nothing. So do that one workout. Do that one workout. I know that if you only have one workout for uh, for four times in a month, you get four workouts, like that's it. But like you'll feel, you feel so much better afterwards, right? Like you won't probably see progress as fast, but you're still doing those things. And again, if something is better than nothing, you'll at least have four workouts in that month versus none. Hello, hello, gorgeous friend. Welcome back to the Ambitious and Fit podcast. I am so excited to have you here for us to be chatting today. Happy freaking October. We've literally entered the best season, in my opinion, of the year. There's just so much happening. As ambitious women, we tend to be Q4 or quarter four gals where we're like, all right, the pressure is on. We have the end of the year in the next three months. Let's freaking go. Along with the holidays, with the quality time, all of the festivity feels And things just tend to be, we're more grateful, right? And we have a lot more happiness in the things that we're doing, at least most of the time, right? And so I know that with the holidays comes a little bit of stress too. So we're going to be talking about that here in the next couple episodes to help us prepare and stay on track and stay fit during the holidays. So that's going to be another episode coming up here soon. So stay tuned. But main takeaway is I'm thrilled for October. One thing that was real, I really wanted to focus on this past week is what exactly is my theme? for October? What's my word? What's my phrase? What's something that I want to embody as my identity for the month of October, especially because I love, again, this time of year, and I love the fact that I'm wanting to push myself a little more outside of my comfort zone. And I feel like I've done a pretty good job of that since about summertime in terms of my workouts and my business and different things like that. But I really want to move the needle a little further. I, I can tell that I'm staying safe in a couple areas and girl, I'm going to go ahead and just make sure that I own it. So with that being said, my theme for October is own it October. So something I would think about for you is what's a word for you that you want to embody for the month of October? It doesn't have to be a play on words, um, but a couple of examples that I even hit on in my recent group call with my amazing ambitious and fit gals, my one-on-ones, my VIPs, my collective girls, we all get together and we get to have these conversations and really deep dive into what's our theme for this next month? What do we want to embody for the next 31 days? And a lot of gals were coming up with consistency October, leveling up October, optimal performance October, opt-in October, um, a lot of really good ones there, uncomfortable October. So getting out of our comfort zone, you know, step it up, um, you know, October, different things like that. So I would really encourage you to think of that word. You don't have to think of it right now, but I encourage you to really embody a theme for this month just to really help you get in the right mindset because our success at the end of the day, like we've talked about, is 80% mindset and 20% mechanics. And so really just executing on those efforts and the things that you're doing, but you have to have the right mindset and identity to go with it. So um, some of my goals for October, I thought I should share since you're, of course, my podcast bestie. Some of my goals for the month of October is I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be exceeding 10,000 steps per day. Um, Something I have been doing just this past week is really enjoying my daily walk outside in my neighborhood. I'm doing that whether it's in the morning or at lunchtime or, you know, at the end of the day. And that's been a really good way to keep my body active, but also just 
get my head away from, you know, computer screens, taking a break from technology, but also making sure that I hit my steps goal for the day. I typically average about 8,000 steps. Um, so that's why October is going to be 10K steps because I've actually been exceeding. I've been about 10 or 12,000 um, the past couple weeks. So we're going to continue that. Um, and then I'm also doing no alcohol. So I have officially gone six weeks with no alcohol. You know me. I love mezcal margaritas. I love champagne. I have nothing against alcohol in general. Um, but a couple of my best friends in the world are pregnant right now. Don't worry. I'm not pregnant. I will. You will literally be one of the first to know. I swear. Okay. But one of the, um, so a a couple of my best friends in the world are pregnant. And so we've done a lot of, you know, sober events together. And I really just wanted to do that with them. And I have honestly been wanting to just challenge myself in a new way, similar to what we talked about earlier, get myself uncomfortable. And I am going to just continue doing no alcohol until the end of the year. Some of the benefits that I've realized in the past six weeks of not, you know, having a, a, a any alcohol at all. I typically had like a couple of beverages on our Friday night mics and like our, our friend stuff, um, which is going to be hard for the holidays, but I can do it. I can definitely do it. Um, some of the benefits that I've seen, I have seen a huge difference in terms of my sleeping, um, almost to the point where like I'm sleeping super well to where I don't want to wake up in the morning, but that could also be seasonal depression hitting us. Um, so that could be that I'm still getting up super early, but I have snoozed for like an extra 15 to 30 minutes. And I'm like, Ooh, let's make sure we stay on top of that. So, um, and then of course I feel like my, I think I've been thinking clearly, which has been pretty great. Um, my gut health has been so much better. I don't have as much bloat or anything like that, which I never really had too much in to begin with, but it's pretty great because you naturally see whenever you cut out alcohol, you cut out booze for even just a few weeks, your goals are a little more evident to you in the, in the mirror. Um, you know, you, you do lose weight faster just in general, which my goal is not to lose weight right now, but I can definitely see that I'm leaner and I can see a little more sculpted tone throughout my body, which is pretty cool. And then, yeah, so I'm just continuing on to that again. I have no, I love alcohol personally. It's just something I'm trying to the end of the year. So we'll see how it all rocks out and I'll let you know how it goes. I'm going to continue journaling every day with my five minute journal. This has been super impactful for me. My five-minute journal is more like a two-minute journal, um, and it's been so wonderful. It's what I'm grateful for, what would make today great, some affirmations, and then you end the day with lessons learned and some of the highlights of the day. It just helps me stay focused, I think, more than anything, which is great. I'm going to be doing 90% one-ingredient foods, so I have a ton of Crock-Pot recipes, baking. I have so many things that are coming up, so pop over to my Instagram just to see some of those because I'm going to be sharing everything I learned. We're doing a crock pot recipe today too. So get excited. Um, another thing, another one of my goals is no caffeine intake after 2 p.m. So something that I had noticed is, you know, I was actually ending up staying up a little bit later than intended when I had some caffeine in my system after two. So I love to go to sleep baby grandma style um, after 9, 9.30. And um, I, I realized that I started going to bed at like 10, 10.30 the past couple of weeks, which I think also did the snooze effect in the morning a little bit. And it's because I was having some cold brew or having some coffee at like 3 or 4 p.m. as like a little afternoon pick-me-up when really I didn't necessarily need that. Um, and it was subconscious, right? Like I was just doing it and then not realizing what time it was. So something that's also really helped my sleep is making sure that that is 
you know, I don't have any caffeine after two. Some people don't even need it after 12. So um, if that's something that you want to try too, definitely feel free. Let me know how it goes. Um, and then I'm also doing a daily intake of magnesium. So this is a superpower supplement, one I highly recommend to my clients and to everybody that I meet. It's the one that is most undertaken in our society in general. So magnesium, it's essential for healthy muscles, bones, blood sugar levels, keeping those optimal and keeping us healthy. And so if we're daily in taking at least one magnesium, um, sometimes the serving sizes are two. I tend to take one or two depending on um, the day. But I mean, even just having a small intake of magnesium each day can really lead to some superpower results. So those are some of my goals for October. I would be interested if you happen to have any goals that you are definitely focusing on in October or want to even share your theme or word with me, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, post it on your story on Instagram and tag me. I would love to celebrate your theme for October, any goals that you have. I'm here to support you no matter what. So if you ever need anything, send me a message. I love us having conversations. The community of ambitious and fit women that we are building is just unreal. So we have some killer things coming up in Q4 and going into 2024. So I was so excited. Oh my gosh. Uh, It's just amazing. So I want to celebrate you and your goals as well. Now, Let's go ahead and dive on in to why we as ambitious women tend to struggle to hit our goals. Let's go ahead and do it. All right. So the first thing whenever it comes to uh, we as ambitious women tend to struggle with our goals, I think the biggest one that I hear about and that I even had suffered in my own life is we don't have quote unquote time. And I think that as ambitious women, we have so many things going on in our lives. We're spread. We let me be clear. We spread ourselves too thin. And that's simply because maybe we have family obligations. We have a puppy. We have our significant others. We have our work, our business. We have these ventures or investments or things that we're doing or, uh, you know, groups of gals, our, our social life. We have so many things going on that when it comes to hitting our fitness goals and really achieving this beautiful transformation, being the healthiest version of us, getting in the best shape of our lives, we then have this feeling of, oh my gosh, I have no time. When am I going to get that done? Right. And so one thing that I would have to say about this is I know that it's a little bit of tough love, but we do have to make time for the prior for the things that we want to prioritize in our lives, right? So if you happen to have your kiddos, your significant other, your work, like you are making time for those things. Those are non-negotiables in your life. But if you are struggling to hit your fitness goals and it's because you don't have time, it's because you aren't making time for those things. You aren't, you say that this is a priority in your life when really at the end of the day, it's okay. Like I, I fully understand, but your actions show you what your true priorities are versus what you say your priorities are. So that action over words is definitely a huge thing. And this is, again, this is something that all ambitious women have dealt with at some point. So don't feel bad if you're like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I say that all the time, but this is a priority to me and I'm doing my best, Michelle. I'm trying. Hey girl, I get it. But we almost need to step back a second and say, where can I make the time in order to make this happen for myself? Because at the end of the day, we need to kind of, we need to just take a second and realize that this is your journey. This is your body. This is your health for the rest of your life. Everything you do today leads to how fit, how healthy, 
how long you live, how long you move, everything you do today adds up over time and creates the life that you are going to have 20, 30, 40 years from now. People don't think about that. They don't think about going and partying on the weekend and having a ton of alcohol and a damaging part of our liver, right? Or having our liver just be overwhelmed with, okay, now I have to process these toxins right now. Like, great. I really wish that we would have, you know, taken it down a notch and done maybe like one to two or one to three versus 16. But all right, this is what we're doing, right? And it's excess calories, which then eats. Or you maybe you just had a ton of cheat meals. You went on vacation and it was like YOLO status where you only live once and you ate everything inside. You ate your body weight in all of the junk food or you eat out all of of the time in terms of junk food. like, Or maybe you're just not making it a priority to move your body and yet you're just sitting at your desk and you're only getting 2,000 steps in per day and you're not And then all of a sudden you're like, man, I wish that I, you know, was fit or I'm doing everything, quote unquote, but it's not working. I'm like, well, at the end of the day, what you put in is what you get. So you can't complain if you're half assing shit. Okay. Like if you say you don't have time, yet you're spending your time doing other things where your focus, where, (laughs) Where your focus goes, that's what grows in your life, right? So like I would just take a second to focus where it, where are my priorities right now? How are my actions determining my priorities? Like, is it just, you know, binging Netflix for three hours when really we could have gone to the gym or we could have hopped in and done a, you know, a quick home workout or maybe we went on a 10 minute walk, came back and then only binge watched two and a half hours of Netflix. Like we need to make the time to show that this is a priority because nobody else is going to do it for us at the end of the day. Right. So really just focusing what is a priority in my life? How can I make time if I don't have any? And this is my current excuse and why I'm struggling getting to my goals, right? So then at number two, kind of goes along with number one on we don't have time. Number two is you're not scheduling your fitness journey in as ambitious women because we are so busy, because we are spread so thin, because we have so many different conflicting priorities in our lives. We have to make the time. Therefore, we need to schedule it in. We need to be proactive. We need to be planning out what our week is. We need to say, okay, so um, here is my goal for Monday through Friday. I'm going to get, if I want three workouts this week, I'm going to do them on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday morning because in the mornings, they just work so much better for me. So I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and just do that route. Um, you know, or for your meal prep, okay, I'm going to go to, uh, you know, I'm going to order Instacart because again, I don't have time. So I'm going to make time for myself. I'm going to order Instacart and I'm going to meal prep from 4 to 5 p.m. on Monday. Like you have to schedule those things in. You have to schedule it in your journey. And that's that, right? If you don't plan it, you have to plan to fail. Your kids, for example, if you are a incredible, ambitious mom, you probably, your kiddos probably have like 18 different sports that they're in right now. Okay. And they are proactively scheduling those things out. The school is scheduling things out. Your work is scheduling things out. Your fitness journey is literally the same thing. Okay. It's a non-negotiable appointment. Your doctor's appointments are the same thing, right? So make your health a priority by scheduling in your fitness journey along the way. And we're, we're not even, you don't even have to dedicate an hour to do these things. You could even do only 20 to 30 minutes. I have some beautiful clients 
who are so busy. They travel all the time. They host events all the time. They're super busy moms. And they're like, Michelle, all I have is 30 minute, a 30 minute pocket from 1130 to 12 on X, Y, and Z days. And I'm like, cool. That's the time frame we'll work out. We'll just do strength training. We'll do a daily walk over here. We'll find this over here. We do what works best for you but they still make it happen. They're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I could just add it to that pocket right there. And I feel so much better after I do it. Does anybody else feel this cloud over them when they don't keep those promises to themselves? I know I do. I keep a, I keep that cloud over me if I, you know, if I am not responding back to clients really quickly or if I didn't post on Instagram or if I didn't, you know, record my podcast episode on the day that I wanted to or if I didn't work out or if I didn't meal prep when I said that I would, like that's a cloud that hangs over you and then it just takes a toll on your mindset, right? So we need to schedule these things in because when you schedule things in and you give yourself some structure and a schedule... That's where you can say, oh, I got time management skills like a boss. Like I know what I'm doing. I am confident that I can get these things done because I literally laid it out to make it happen. One and two literally combined, right? So the reason why you're struggling is because you're not scheduling it in. So girl, make a plan, schedule it in. You can always be flexible in your approach. If all of a sudden Cindy Lou has a recital on Thursday or a work happy hour or client travel, whatever happened, pivot, move it to wherever you can, move it to Sunday instead. That's okay, but be flexible, but make the plan and then be flexible in your approach, right? Number three on why ambitious women tend to struggle to hit their goals is one that we've been hitting on a lot recently, but it's been a top conversation I've been having with all of my clients, which means maybe you're suffering through this too, right? But you have an all or nothing mindset. As ambitious women, we are, we are gung ho. We, we hit the ground running. We are trailblazers. We do the dang thing. But sometimes we fall into all or nothing mindset where we think more of black and white, good or bad. I have to do this or I don't do it at all. Right. So for example, a way for all or nothing thinking is and how we self sabotage ourselves is, you know, maybe you didn't get your three or four workouts in and you're at the end of the week and you're like, honestly, like, why should I even get one in today? I didn't get my three or four. So what's the point? Have you ever felt that before? Like I have, I'm like, shoot, I mean, whatever. I'll, I'll do it again next week. I'll try, I'll start Monday. I'll start next month. I'll start October 1st. Hello. It's past now. But like, we have this feeling of like, what? I mean, I didn't, I didn't do it. I, I didn't do the maximum. I didn't do the all of it. So I should do none of it. The all or nothing mindset, right? And so what we need to do instead is we need to shift or reframe that mindset to stay flexible in our approach and shift our perspectives to say something is better than nothing. So do that one workout. Do that one workout. I know that if you only have one workout for uh, for four times in a month, you get four workouts, like that's it. But like you'll feel, you feel so much better afterwards, right? Like you won't probably see progress as fast, but you're still doing those things. And again, if something is better than nothing, you'll at least have four workouts in that month versus none, right? If you do it once a week, if you're doing three times a week versus five times a week, that's still 12 workouts a month, okay? Like there's so many things that we need to focus on, right? But we need to diminish the all or nothing mindset because it is getting you in your own way. 
that gremlin, that girl, she is coming up. It, she's coming up hot. And she's, it's like your aunt Cheryl being like, you shouldn't do this. Or man, what's the point? Or, Hey, you already ate all of, you know, you already ate a crap ton of junk food. You might as well keep going until Monday. You might as well keep going throughout the whole weekend because screw it. You already did it. What's the point? You already ate one muffin. Might as well eat four more. You, I mean, you already cheated, right? We need a shift to say something is better than nothing and be flexible in our approach. We need to live in the gray area because in the gray area is what gives us longevity, want longevity and sustainability for the rest of our lives, right? Number four on why ambitious women tend to struggle to hit our goals is because we, there's so much guesswork out there and it frustrates us. There's too much guesswork and it frustrates us. Girl, same. There is so much crap out there. How do you even know what to follow? What workouts to do? What food to eat? What supplements to take? Um, you know, what, what machine is better than the other? Um, what, you know, do you work with dumbbells or do you work with machines? Do you go for a daily walk or do you run? Like there's so much guesswork out there and it is just overwhelming. Same thing with recipes. What food should I eat? What? How much protein should I have? How many carbs should I have? Fats? Like what works for me specific to my body, right? And honestly, that's the reason why I hired my coach back in the day. I was like, hey, I'm really, this is, this is the one that got me and why I struggled with my goals because I was researching so much because I knew that I didn't know enough. And I was like, man, like I, I just need... I don't mind paying a couple thousand dollars if it means that I get the most beautiful transformation in a short period of time that will last me forever. I don't mind doing that if it means that the guesswork is eliminated for me, right? Like I get to actually have something specific to me, to my body in terms of my nutrition, my workouts, specific to my lifestyle, And with my mindset and the things that are coming up for me, somebody guiding me along the way, like, heck yeah, it's called throwing money at the problem, girl. Brooke Hammer, if you are listening to this podcast episode, that is a trademark quote from you, girlfriend. Literally throw money at the problem. Ambitious women, we don't have time for that. That's literally going back to number one. We don't have time for that. That's literally why my girls hire me is because I already have all the certifications. I have already helped over a hundred a hundred women completely transform their bodies to get in the best shape of their life, to be the most healthy, beautiful, vibrant, confident version of them feeling so good in their skin. They're a better mom. They're a better wife. They're a better sister. They're a better business owner. They're a better CEO. They're better at their job. They're literally thriving. And I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. I just saved you six months of guesswork in your life, right? So Honestly, there's just too much guesswork out there. Now, if you need to go to, what I would focus on is if you are focusing on the guesswork and all those things right now, find two or three go-to sources. Maybe it's, maybe it's myself. Maybe it is, you know, um, a website online or just somebody that you can trust that has credentials, that has the accreditation. Um, for example, for nutrition items, I love Precision Nutrition. That's where my certification came from. I personally love from a gut health perspective. I love my own coach, Rachel Shear Nutrition. I especially love from a workout perspective. I love anything from bodybuilding.com is really great. Um, we have a ton of folks that you can look at from a mindset perspective. 
There's so many beautiful things out there. There's powerhouse women in terms of their podcast. There's Boss Babe. There is a ton of really good, solid resources. Women on Top is another really good resource um, in terms of websites to go to. But at the end of the day, you have your own new unique journey. You have your own unique body. You have your own unique way and lifestyle, right? So really focusing on honestly, like getting rid of the guesswork can save you so much time, so much money, so much headache period, right? So, and then number five on why we as ambitious women tend to struggle with our goals. This one hit me really hard whenever I wrote it or I was bulleting this out, but we put ourselves on the back burner. We put ourselves on the back burner. We are not prioritizing ourselves and our health. At the very beginning of my journey, I kept It was almost like my excuses were taking over. It was almost like my, I don't have time. I almost was procrastinating my health journey. And it's because of all of these things we talked about. No time, not scheduling it in, my all or nothing mindset, too much guesswork. More than anything though, I was putting myself on the back burner. I was like, I'll get to me later. I need to focus on my mom, my sister, my family. I need to be focusing on my work. I need to be focusing on my friendships. I need to be focusing on my love life. I need to be focusing on my finances. I need to be focusing on X, Y, and Z, right? But the more you keep pushing yourself on the back burner, the more that you are going to deteriorate, the more that you aren't putting yourself first, the more that you are just letting your excuses take over for what actually matters. Your health is your wealth. Your health is an investment. It's not an expense. We need to be drinking enough water. We need to be getting enough sleep. We need to be moving our bodies. We need to be implementing strength training. We need to be nourishing our bodies with high quality, incredible foods because as you can see that we want to have healthy hearts, healthy lungs, healthy guts, healthy livers, healthy bodies. We want to have muscle because the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn and the more you're able to move when you're 80, 90 years old versus being stuck in a wheelchair and not able to do anything, right? So we need to put ourselves on the front burner. If you've ever heard that, that, you know, the analogy on, you know, whenever you're on an airplane, make sure to put your own oxygen mask on first. That way you can help others. Ditch your excuses, girl. Like, I- I'm sorry, but you keep putting yourself on the back burner and that shit catches up to you. And you know what really sucks? And this is a little bit of a tough love moment, but like what really sucks is the more you put yourself on the back burner, the more that all of a sudden you're going to go and have a physical one day and something is going to be high, like in terms of your levels or your cholesterol or whatever. And the doctor is all of a sudden going to have a conversation with you saying like, hey, We need to focus on this. And then you put yourself into high gear. Excuse me, ambitious women, they're proactive. We're not reactive. Like, where is the proactive part in that? Then you get mad at yourself and then you go down this like this whole restrictive mindset on I can only eat healthy. I can't eat anything terrible. And then you go back to the all or nothing mindset and it spirals out of control, right? Most people don't take their health seriously until there is a problem, We need to be taking our health seriously and taking ourselves off the back burner and up on the front burner now that we we don't have to have those conversations. We don't need to be going down those routes where we have 
some news. And if you happen to have gotten some news and you're kicking in at a high gear now, like good for you, girl. The fact that you are taking freaking action is incredible. But again, what can we do now to help us not feel that way in other areas of our lives too, right? What supplements can we be taking? What, you know, what food can we be mixing up and nourishing in our bodies? Can we increase our protein intake? Can we increase our water intake? What else can we do to help move our bodies in a new way? Maybe it's even your social health, right? Like maybe you're putting yourself on the back burner in terms of what makes you happy, in terms of your business, in terms of your social life, in terms of your love life. You keep focusing on other people when really you should be focusing on yourself. That way, one day, the right person can come into your life right? So stop putting yourself on the back burner. You deserve the world. You deserve to feel so good in your skin because when people are watching you, what's insane is that especially if you are a mom, a grandma, if you are, I mean, I mean, shoot, if you're an aunt, if you're a sister, I have, I have five nieces and nephews under the age of five and they are wonderful. Four nephews, one niece. My niece is a little diva. Let me tell you about that. Alex, I know you're listening. And girl, that girl loves her some princess, unicorn, frozen, all the things. And I love her. And I'm sorry. She kind of reminds me of me as a kid. So my poor twin sister is like, oh, my God. I'm like, yes, that's correct. But they watch me. They watch what I do. And I'm just their aunt. Imagine whenever I'm a mom, like your kids, they don't listen to what you say. They mimic what you do. So we need to be the best role models for them. Same thing with anybody that's, you know, between the ages of 15 to 21, they're watching us like hawks too. They want to know how can I be an adult? How how can I mimic behavior similar to those who I look up to? You don't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be a family member. You don't have to be a parent. People are watching you, right? Quit putting yourself on the back burner. <laughs> Go take care of yourself. Go hit your goals. Get in the best shape of your life, girl. You deserve the world. Focus on what you can do today. I know you can't change the past. And honestly, there are are times where I'm like, man, I wish I would have done this sooner. Same. But guess what? We have today. We woke up today for a reason. You have to understand that other people didn't wake up today. So here's your swift kick in the rear. Like, go focus on yourself today. Go put yourself on the front burner. Go scheduling your fitness work, uh, your fitness journey. Go have a flexible mindset. Getting something in versus nothing is way better, right? I hope that this is helpful, girl. I I love you so much, and it's just because. This has been heavy on my heart. I, I love, I've been talking to my clients about this a lot. I've been talking even to my family members about this as well. We as ambitious women, like we're go-getters. We do the dang thing and we're human. So yes, we have struggled. I've even struggled with hitting my own goals. But when we embody these things, making ourselves a priority and like it changes everything, everything else falls into place, right? I love you, girl. I hope that this was helpful. If you ever need anything at all, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. I also am going to be taking in a few extra girls for the ANF VIP program this month. So if you are interested in getting in the best shape of your life, definitely feel free to send me a DM. I'm always happy to answer any questions for you, girl. But I'm so excited for the next three months to be your absolute best yet. I love you, girl. Have a good one. See you in the next episode.